It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Joy to the World. Our scripture reference today is Acts chapter 7, verse 59, through chapter 8, verse 8. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. And Saul approved of their killing him. That day a severe persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and made loud lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church by entering house after house, dragging off both men and women, he committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went from place to place, proclaiming the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds with one accord listened eagerly to what was said by Philip, hearing and seeing the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud shrieks, came out of many who were possessed, and many others who were paralyzed or lame were cured. And so there was great joy in that city. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I love singing Joy to the World at Christmas. It's a message that rings through our celebrations welcoming the Christ child. Yes, in Jesus, the Lord has come. The hymn, though, centers much more on the second coming of Jesus than his first. As many have noted then, it's not quite a Christmas hymn. Of course, there's no second coming without a first. So I'll still sing it as we reflect on Jesus' nativity. But if we really want to celebrate, we should sing it some random Sunday in June as well. The incarnation is God with us in Jesus. Our faith tells us God took on our form and walked with us. Jesus is the light we have seen that has overcome our darkness. But the darkness still pervades our lives. It's easy to see that. Turn on the news, listen to a neighbor, volunteer at a local food pantry or shelter. Darkness is overcome, but it has not retreated yet. It still wreaks havoc on families. There's no ignoring its influence in the world. And thankfully, we can see through its temporary pull, see through it to see the light of Christ shining. Darkness would tell you there's no hope for anyone in those shelters you meet. Darkness would say the struggle is so real, we all will succumb to it. 
when we pay attention, though, we see rays of light. You will find that even in dark places, people know the joy of Christ. It's those moments and people we need to pay attention to. After Stephen died in Acts 7, the church continued its mission. I'm convinced Stephen's witness was bearing fruit through them. They heard of what he said as he was being stoned to death. It's impossible to mistake what he was doing, fashioning his life and experience after Jesus. Luke tells us that even as more people faced persecution, there was great joy in that city. Why? Because the light of Christ was still shining. Yes, we still see darkness, but may we allow the light of Christ to remain shining within us. As it does, may it strengthen and embolden us to be witnesses that show the world that darkness is overcome. And joy will come to our city too. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.